1: Here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise.
2: Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Eric Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women and children. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the show, folks. I'm glad to have you. Tonight's topic is going to be on heaven, so this ought to be a good topic. I hope that you had a very merry Christmas and I hope everything was a, you had a good time. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Yeah, good, good. You guys all doing good? Everything went good. Good for Christmas for you?
3: Had a great Christmas. Spent it with family. Uh, uh, I, I, th- I would think I was telling you, John. They're making me feel old because I go up there. I don't do anything. All right. They serve me. They t- <laughs> so.
2: How do you sign up?
3: (laughs) Yeah, so I enjoy going up there. I've got kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids, and and, uh, they all take good care of me
4: well that's yeah. that's awesome to hear and like you say john what what do we need to do to sign up for that well you know yeah. a lifetime of prayer and loving and sufferings yeah. and you can get there we're all working to get to that point i got to spend some time with the family also uh it's good to have you men back i mean it was a joy having your sis on the show my wife but yeah uh, i heard she was on with you to give you a hand that's great at the last minute and uh she gave some testimonies to her experience out there but it was uh it was fun but i miss you guys you know, it's good to see you feeling better there well Pastor john.
2: well i'm glad to be back i glad ed's back in town safely so everybody's back and that's a blessing with the lord um Mm -hmm. you know i'm glad that she came on i don't get to hardly see her anyway but i'm glad she came on and had a good time so
4: she really did she felt very comfortable behind the mic and um it was fun It, it was fun and you just don't know till you're in here, but um can I give right. a testimony over the weekend? Sure, so when we showed up, John, I gave you a call. I know Pastor Ed was visiting family, and well that's beautiful, um but we showed up to the park, and all the gates were closed yeah. and 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 or no yeah. And it just seems like our God always finds a way
2: absolutely
4: and as I pulled up you know I, I went and got the burritos and I was asking the men because I didn't know if we were going to be able to set up and Jesse's like man he goes I, he goes I'm really hungry a lot of the folks were there were hungry God planted us in a spot and there was a lot of people that just needed some food that day and so we got to feed feed the homeless feed the hungry um, not only as we always do praise God but physically and spiritually uh, the word really went out about our Lord Jesus Christ and His birth.
2: Yeah, I know. When we um, got there, uh, the gates were closed. I knew, um, talked to the police, and they had them shut up. Um, there was no maintenance, so that's why the gates were shut. Yep. And so, we um, had you move your vehicle so I can get in there and we set up the tables, <laughs> and it was a blessing because they we're always there, folks, and so they they count on us being there every week and so when we're there, they're all ready for us. And so we set up there, had no problem, God worked that out, and then we went to the other uh park over there and that was worked out really well. Everybody was out there waiting for us and it, it was really good. Um put in a girl that day um um into a hotel and she was having some trouble out there and stuff and she's a young girl. And we got her in there for a couple of nights, and that was a kind of a nice little Christmas present for her, mm-hmm. um, you know, because she really gave her a few days to get that security um, and stuff for her. So, but she was very, very grateful, and so we're trying to get her into a place. And um, it was just a blessing to uh, be able to be able to share with people out there that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had another lady that lost her mom; uh, she was on hospice. It was D. and yes and you know and she um knows where her mom was going and that's what's a great topic tonight on heaven and she knew um her mom was uh really tight with the lord and so she um she kind of we celebrated her uh passing away but you know even as a even though you're tight with god and and stuff you you missed your loved one and she was missing her so but she knew where she was going to be so it was really good Mm -hmm. So,
4: um. You know, and and I got to agree with you, John, and thank you for the reminder. You know, you and I got to pray for a lot of folks that day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every single family, we are all in the same boat in this human race, in this life, you know. Right. We were praying for folks because they were missing their loved ones, and I'm bawling my eyes out. Because I missed my loved ones. But we were there to encourage each other. And we gave it to God. And with what we're going to go over today, we believe in the hope. We believe in this eternity. We believe in this heaven. We believe in the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. And we were able to comfort those around us. Yes. And they comforted us, too.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, and that's what it's about. What Paul always said finish the race and keep your eyes on the prizes of, the, of you know above and it's keeping eyes in heaven and not looking here on the earth because the earth has a tendency to drag you down mm-hmm. and and the devil just keeps working on you and mm-hmm. keeps working on you so we want to share the you know uh heaven with you folks um that's what's about um I, I personally love my walk with the lord just when you start to think that you're starting to get it <laughs> he, there's always that pull down and and then you you're always you know getting closer with the lord so it's an everyday mm-hmm. thing god always says we're, we learn every day and we do um so we'll go ahead and get into it it's about heaven um so i'm very interested to see what ed's going to be bringing to the table and especially you blaine i love it because we never get together about our topics i'll let them know what i'm going to be speaking on but on my verses but i'm really curious to hear what god put on your heart so i'll mm-hmm. go ahead and open up i want to open up with colossians uh chapter 3 verses 1 through 4 and this is what it says since you have been raised to a new life with christ set your sights on the realities of heaven where christ sets in the place of honor at god's right hand think about the things of heaven not the things on, of earth for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with christ and god and when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. I, I love the verses there. I mean if that doesn't tell you what we got something to look up to for, it, it just it's just right there. And I got this this is what I wrote down, if you are trusting in Jesus Christ and following him, you can look forward to going to um, going home to heaven so we i keep you will keep our trust in christ christ will um, give us the holy spirit the holy spirit will strengthen us during our times of needs but the main thing is to keep your eyes on the prize and and this time is nothing but a, um, a breath of air basically breathing out that's how fast it goes and yeah. we'll spend our time with the lord up there that's why i wrote down i wrote down this death will not exist in heaven and I based that on Isaiah 25, verse 8. And I'll go ahead and read that. And it says here, He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign uh, Lord will wipe away all tears. He will remove forever all insults and mockery against his land and his people. And this is, the, and the, and, and this is what he says, The Lord has spoken. Amen. So we hear that from straight from God this is what he says about it so there is no more death see the devil lost his hope folks when jesus christ went upon the cross mm-hmm. and if, if the devil knew that was going to happen he was all rejoicing and everything else and it just backfired right in his face so oh de- death where's your sting right so you know there it is there is no more death we have an in- internal life with him uh, and then i wrote i went on to say this few people will enter heaven and I can base that on Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. And I can go ahead and read that. So we got to be careful how we walk in with our Lord. So on 13 and 14, it says, it's, it's about the narrow gate. It's a narrow road. There's, you know, many people on the, the, the wide road, the, you know, the broad road, instead of the narrow road. So we got to be careful. It says the narrow gate. It says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The Highway to Hell is broad, and its gate is wide for many who chose that chose that way. but the gate of life is a ver- is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few find it so you know um as you look at the world today, you can just see how broad the world uh, the road is i mean the, it, you see it on the news, you see what 's going on all over the place you hear you hear the rhetoric you hear stuff that you know um a baby doesn't have life after it's born and you have up to a certain amount of time and until you you make up your mind i i just don't see that that to me folks and i'm sorry i feel that that's murder you know and so all these laws are being affected and you know the thing about it we learned back in genesis about abel and cain where the blood was crying from the ground to god god hears this it's about that blood it's something about there um i still don't quite understand it i, I know it's life but um but the thing about it is it cries to god so mm-hmm. uh, and all this stuff that's happening in this world and all the stuff that the amount of stuff that's going on i wonder what it's be like with god just hearing all this stuff that's going on so um so there we go on that one so be fair um be careful and enter on god's narrow road um then i wrote down and um i wrote this down heaven is much better place than earth as we all know and that's in philippians uh 123 and i'll go ahead and read that one real quick and it goes on to say And here we go. Let me make sure I got to hear this. I am torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far far better for me. Paul, of all people, send there and have to, you know... I care about the world, too. You know what I mean? There's certain, Yeah, you know, I love my loved ones here. Um, I love watching the sunset over the beaches and stuff like that. There's, God made a beautiful, beautiful world. Mm-hmm. But I long to be with God because I can just imagine what heaven's going to be. And we get examples in there. Mm-hmm. You know, the streets paved with gold. I mean, such fine gold, it's almost like it's clear, you know. And so it, there's so much more. And so we got to be careful um then you know yes you were gonna say something nope. there. okay That's okay and, and my dose <laughs> all right and then i'm almost here finishing up guys and it says right here i wrote down there will be um, there will not be any sadness in heaven and i can base that on revelation 21 4 and it goes on to say here he said he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain all these things are gone forever No more, guys. No more sorrow. No more pain. Can you imagine, Ed? No more back problems, right?
3: Yes, and no more
2: sickness. No more. So these are the things, folks, what I'm trying to say is that we got a lot of things that we're looking forward to going to heaven for. So in the last one here, I wrote down, people in heaven will walk with God. It's nice now to have the Holy Spirit in us and that we get help from the Holy Spirit and God's with us. But this is really going to be awesome, and I want to start. I have um, twenty-two five. That's where I can base this on, and I'm going to start on three to five. Okay, guys, verses three, because I started looking. Says in uh, verse three, on tw- um, chapter twenty-two, says, "No longer will there be any curse upon anything." devil you have lost everything for the throne of god and of the lamb will be there and his servants will worship him and they will see his face and his names will be written on their foreheads and verse 5 and there will be no night there no need for lamps or sun for the lord god will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever I I don't know what you guys are going to say to the Lord, but there's a few things I'd like to talk with him about. And, you know, and just ask him some questions, because all things were made for him and through him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's uh, what I got down for heaven, guys. And I know I'm very excited someday to be going visiting my Lord. So, guys, I'm going to go ahead and switch it over to Ed. Ed? Okay.
3: Yeah, you know, you opened up with something that I'm going to be talking about today, because you talked about... You shared what God does for you. And you know, there's one thing about a testimony people can't argue with you. Yes, it happened to you, and you're just expressing what happened to you. Whether they believe it or not, you experienced it. That's right. And, and one of the things, when we talk about heaven, you know, we get a lot of things about, I don't believe in heaven and don't believe in hell. But we have some testimony in Scripture uh, about heaven. And I just want to go through over, there are four different people and, and their experience in heaven. And I, I didn't give the whole thing of what they saw, but I, want, I kind of focused on the throne because that's kind of common between all four of them. But it's four testimonies spread thousands of years apart, and they are almost identical. But I want to start in Ezekiel chapter 1. And verse uh, 26 uh, to 28 is where I'm going to be, and it says, uh, now, he's already given, if if you're familiar with Ezekiel, you know the, the chariots of fire and all of that stuff. So he's given that. So this is kind of the end of that experience for him. But it says, above the surface was something that looked like a throne made of blue lapis. And on the throne high above was a figure whose appearance resembled a man from What appeared to be his waist up, he looked like a glowing ember, flickering like a fire. And from the waist down, he looked like a burning flame, shining with splendor. All around him was a glowing halo, like a rainbow shining in the clouds on a rainy day. This is what the glory of God looked like to me. That's why I'm calling this a testimony. This is what it looked like to him. When I saw it, I fell face down on the ground and heard someone heard someone's voice. So he, this was his testimony of the throne. This is uh, Ezekiel. And uh and if you want to read everything he saw, you got to go back and start with verse 1 because he it, it it's amazing the things yeah. that he saw. But uh, that's the um, that's what he oh, that's what he saw um uh, at the end of this, when he focused on the throne. Now, the next one is in Isaiah, and of course, Isaiah is a number of years beyond uh, uh, Ezekiel. Now, I'm going to be in uh, Isaiah chapter 6, starting at verse 1, and uh, now this is Ezekiel's uh, testimony. Uh, it says uh, it was the year King Uriah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. Two wings they covered their face, with two wings they covered their feet, and the two they flew. And they were calling out, um, they were calling out to each other, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's army." The whole earth is filled with His glory. Mm. So there's another picture of that that throne that God sits on. So mm-hmm. this is two testimonies, and like I say, these are uh, thousands of years apart. And then if you go to Acts, um, let me get it up here a minute. Okay, um, I'm going to be in chapter seven. And that's going to be verse uh, 55 where I'm going to start. And this is, this, this is about uh, Stephen as he's being stoned. And uh, <clears throat> this is just before they drag him off and stone him. But in verse 55 it says, But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God. And he saw Jesus standing at, uh, in the place of honor to, at God's right hand. He told him, look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the place of honor at God's right hand. Now, oh. well, it doesn't mention throne here. If you go back and look about uh, what Je- what happened to Jesus when he rose and went into heaven, it says he sat down at the right hand of the Father on the throne. So <clears throat> in this case, uh, Stephen's saying he's standing, but he's at the right hand of the Father. So. His view of, of what was taking place in Heaven was the relationship between the Father and the Son. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know God is one, and so that relationship obviously is pretty, uh, pretty tight. The last one I want to go to is, is Revelations and uh, give you uh, the Revelator's view of Heaven. Now, I'm going to be in uh, Revelations 4. Starting in verse 1, it's, and, I, and I want you to notice with these ones I'm reading is they are seeing into heaven. This is not where heaven comes down to them. They're actually seeing what's taking place in heaven. This is their testimony of what they see. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, Then I looked, and I saw a door standing open in heaven, and the same voice I heard before spoke to me like a trumpet blast. The voice said, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen after this. Now, John evidently went up into heaven because mm-hmm. uh, he was called up there. But um, in verse two, it says, "And instantly, I was in the spirit, and I saw three throne- I saw a throne in heaven, and someone sitting on it. The one sitting on the throne was as brilliant as gemstones, like jasper and uh, whatever this other one is." And the glow of an emerald circled his throne like a rainbow. And then it goes on to describe what else he sees, the 24 elders in that. But the point is, we have four witnesses to heaven. Uh, you can argue with one, but how do you argue with four and when their description of the throne is almost identical? Yeah. So when we talk about heaven, is heaven real? you got witnesses to heaven is real. That's right. Uh, is one just making it up and the other is following? No, because they're thousands of years apart. My. The odds of them reading what the other one wrote right. is pretty slim. So when when you have that kind of a, of a broad uh, time span, yes. all seeing the same thing and all describing it in pretty much the same way, it's hard to say no. Absolutely.
2: I love it. I love it. That's a good one. Blaine?
3: Well, you know what, guys? Man, I love those scriptures. And I think
4: this scripture, it's a very familiar scripture. I'm going to read it anyway because, man, we need to focus on that heaven. I love Pastor Ed, your testimony from the Word of God, from those prophets, from the ones that have seen the throne, but listen to this. In Psalm 23, I want you guys to read this later. I'm only going to start at verse 4, and it says this, "'Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over.' Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know what, folks? This is what we just want to share from the bottom of our hearts. The heart of God is that there's this eternal life. This is this this heaven and as we go through things here on earth we need to focus on heaven so I hope you're writing these scriptures down I am man I'm, I'm, you guys this is a blessing and then and then one of my favorite scriptures one that has carried me through my life is, uh, is found in Psalm number 27 it's verse 4 and it says this folks one thing I have desired of the Lord that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. John, you said earlier, you've got some questions for God. You know, we, we, will, ha- we will spend eternity. These are his promises. And we'll be in, in eternity by the blood of Jesus, having fellowship, relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And he'll, he's going to wipe away every tear, just like you said. And thank God for those prophets that showed us a glimpse, because nobody can explain it, right? We can't explain it fully, but they gave us a glimpse, and so the message I wanted to share with you folks is the promise and do not let this world take you down, because we've got to keep our focus on the eternal life, keep our focus on heaven, and he will carry us through the tough times. I promise you that's what he's done in my life. I know he's done it in your guys' also, but that's that's all I had to share for today.
2: You know, I love the way that the Lord puts on our our hearts and uh, the holy spirit and directs us and he not only shows us witnesses of thousands of years apart through the prophets but also through john and so i just love the hearing this um, but folks your your key is is your key to heaven. God yeah. says, "I go to prepare a place for you in the mansion." So your house is ready to go. And we're not going to sit up there playing on some harp on some, you know, cloud. That's not okay. what it's about. God says, well, "You will have a responsibility and you could rule over rules over people over this and that, and it's going to be a great time." I I'm really looking forward into my place in home yes, I do have a lot of family here and and on earth and stuff, and yes, you know, I still want to be a part of my family, but man, I got a family in heaven who is just waiting for us, and there's going. a celebration up there. There's people waiting for us to know Mm -hmm. when we're going to come, and they're going to be there to welcome us. I'm going to give you guys a last uh, shout-out before I go ahead and close in closing.
3: Yeah, you know, um, given testimony about God and... and, uh, it's something we all should do. Uh, I, I've been a little disappointed because there's, there's a group I, I, I'm i with, and I share things that happen to me. I tried to burn off three fingers on my hand, and God not only stopped the pain, he healed a hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could look at it and see that the skin's all shiny where it's been burned, but it was barely pink and no pain, and I never even had blisters come up on it. Now, that's a testimony of how God takes care of you. And I think we need to share more of that just to in, as an encouragement to other people.
4: I, couldn't, I could not agree more, uh, Pastor Ed. I'm right there with you. All of us are. Let's share our testimonies. God's working. He's moving. He's doing something. And uh, let's pray that he opens our eyes to recognize it
2: yep i love it guys um we will be in heaven one day folks i hope this was a great message for you out there um i hope god is uh just blessing you and i want to give a shout out to goodwill hey anna and kim thank you for helping us so that we can supply the clothes for the needy out there we want to say javier hey thank you for your family and you at some barrels God, they have some great Mexican food there. So please go enjoy yourself there. Thank you, Javier. We appreciate it. And Skyline. Hey, Jeremy and Tim, we appreciate all you do for us. We're the homeless. Um, thank you so much. And Stephen Forsythe at the Elkhorn Wesleyan Church. Hey, thank you for helping us. Folks, I hope that God uh, has touched you tonight. Um, remember, just go give them a little bit of heaven. We all
1: love you, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise.